The Pasuk says after the Mabal, Vayishar Ach Noyach, that it remained, Vayishar, there remained in the world Ach Noyach, only Noyach Vasher Itoi Bateva. And everybody was with Noyach in the Teva. And Rashi is bothered by the Kasha Ach Noyach. What's only Noyach? Vayishar Ach Noyach, only Noyach remained Vasher Itoi Bateva. It should say Vayishar Noyach. And it remained, the Achen Vayishoyer, there remained means others were nifter. So Vayishoyer Noyach, Noyach survived, and the people at the table to say Vayishoyer survived only, survivor means that others didn't. So Vayishoyer and the Ach is a double Lushen. Vayishoyer Noyach, and what remained is Noyach. You don't need to say Vayishoyer Ach Noyach. Nayach remaining means that others are not there. So Rashi says that the word ach is obviously a meot, and the meot can't be others because it said vayishoyer. So Rashi says two pshatim. One pshat is ach nayach, that nayach was compromised. He was very worn out. Says Rashi, umedrish agad goynech v'koya. Damn, he was like, Blood, he, he, was, he, was, he was spitting up blood. That Nayach, one pshat is Ach Nayach, a diminished Nayach. That's what it means, Ach Nayach. Ach is a meyot. So there survived not, not only Nayach, but only a diminished Nayach. The Ach Nayach means Nayach was diminished. In what way was he diminished? He was mamish vomiting blood. He had worked so hard at Tereach HaBehemais, he was vomiting blood. Rashi has a second pshat in the Ach Nayach, a diminished Nayach. Says Rashi, second pshat, she'icher mezaynes la'ari. He fed the lion, he was delayed in feeding the lion. V'kishu, and the lion bit him. So the second shot is Ach Nayach, a diminished Nayach. He had a wound from being bitten by the lion. He delayed the mezainus of the lion. Said the Rebbe, it looks like they're two pshatim. They're two pshatim in Rashi. They aren't. They're two pshatim here in Ach Nayach. One pshat, he brings the Gemara Sanhedrin, diminished Nayach. Nayach, Nayach had mamish given so much to a shlichus. That's one pshat. And the second pshat is an Ach Nayach, that Nayach was, was punished and he came out diminished because he delayed feeding the lion in time. The Rebbe said a pshat that I found so appropriate this week. It jumped out at me in the matzav that we find in ourselves in Klal Yisrael. The situation that we're in, that that we're in the middle of in Klal Yisrael, we, it's a heavy time, there's a lot on our mind. And the Rebbe said a pshat in Rashi, it's like, to me it's amazing, the Torah is so dvar of chayim ekayamim. Hashem's words that talk to us, where we are, as we are. I read, I saw this Rashi, and I saw the words of the Rebbe on this Rashi, I felt the Torah is just talking to me, I'm curious if the Chevra feels the same way. Listen to what, what the Rebbe said about this Rashi. He said it's talking to one circumstance. Said the Rebbe that two pshatim and ach nayach. One is nayach was worn out. He was so busy with his shlichus. 
And he said, the Rebbe said, there could be a marble in the world. And so much upheaval, but a human being engages in his shlichus. He's busy with who he is and what he's supposed to be doing. And the first Ach Nayach, describing a Nayach, who was diminished, he was worn out. He forgot his own needs, ever, ever focused on the shlichus that he has. And forgetting his own needs, and a Nayach comes out diminished from the Mabel, is the Pshat that admits so much turmoil, so much difficulty. Nayach taught us, and Hashem teaches us through Nayach, that the Avaidah the, 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 the of the Tzaddik is that he's busy with his Tafkid. And Nayach forgets himself, and he's Ach Nayach, he's diminished, he's weak, he's vomiting blood. In midst of all the turmoil, Nayak is ever focused on his mission, forgetting some of himself, forgetting his woes, his worries, the destruction that surrounded him, but Nayak Mamish was engaged in his mission. That was the first part of Rashi. Says the Rebbe brilliantly, but that's all Klape himself. That's all Klape himself. The Rebbe said a pshat in a Rashi that I think is like, to say it's talking to us now, obviously the Torah wrote it now and was supposed to learn it now, so it's talking to us now. He said that Nayach comes out of the Teva Ach Nayach, diminished. Ach is a miyot. It can't be saying others weren't killed, others were killed, only Nayach, not others, because it said Vayishayir. There remained Nayach, that means that others didn't remain. Sa'ach means even Nayach only partially came out of the Teva. Rashi has two pshatim. One is he was vomiting, he was diminished, he was shvach, because he was so busy feeding the animals. That's Rashi's first pshat. Toireach ha-behemus vachayis, he had a task and a mission. And he like came diminished, he was so busy with his tafkid. Rashi's second shot is he was diminished, he was bitten by the lion, he was delayed feeding the lion. Said the Rebbe that amidst difficulty and challenge and turmoil, mitzad echad, a person can almost forget himself and some of his needs in the focus on the shlichus. The person busy, I have a job and a task. And Nayach emits so much turmoil, so much loss, so much challenge, Nayach is busy forgetting himself, but feeding, doing, accomplishing his mission. But said the Rebbe, here is the balance, the person has to be careful. Then when it comes to somebody else to pay attention to the details and needs they have, that Nayach so busy and focused and overwhelmed in his own needs, he's, he's, he's vomiting blood, he forgot he was busy with the shlichus. But he's punished that clapping the needs of the lion, he has a wound, he forgot to be sensitive and attentive to the need of a lion, the second shot of Rashi, that he has a bite of the lion. He says to be ever present and detailed and present for somebody else. Clape ourselves, we could grab on to mission and purpose and even forget some of our situation in an interesting way because we're focused on mission. 
But clape the needs of our child, our little kid, is not, he's not meshubit to our, to our passion and fire. The challenge itself may make us focus on serious things. Amidst challenges, we may forget frivolous things. But our little kids trip to the mall to play a game, his football game. Say, hey, big stuff going on. For our Nayach amidst big stuff, said the Rebbe, on his own needs is like forgot small things. He's vomiting blood is the picture that there's big stuff going in the world. It focused Nayach on mission, on that which is important, and his own needs in a gevista eifen are neglected. But the pshat too of Rashi is that he had an einish, he forgot about, he was late feeding the lion. The lion's not mishubed, those he attends to should have their steak and their meal and their things on time. And the Rebbe pointed out the balance of a person in difficult times. In difficult times, trivial things for ourselves become less important. We worry less, we're not... It's not what we're thinking about for ourselves. It's it's Siri Klape Yenem, the slightest detail. We don't say it's, you don't we don't say to our kids or other people, Klape the Zulas, you serious? In wartime you're th- no no no. Klape the Zulas will worry to make sure his dinner is served on time. That's what that's what that's what the, the Rebbe said on this ration. I felt so so relevant to our day, to our time, to our tafkid, to our situation, living in like two zones, I felt very, it was interesting, the night number one, we came back to yeshiva. And there's definitely a heaviness, and, and klape self, it's, it's a dominant thought on our minds. And maybe we can neglect certain, certain areas of things as in, Clape the next person, worrying, making sure the basketball game is geschmack. Clape our children, clape those that rely on us. In, in the words, we've, we've all heard the shmuz, Yanis Gashmis, is our ruchnis. I think I, I felt like this idea that he brought out from the Tub Shatim and Rashi was so wildly relevant in this man that we face. It's a situation where for sure a yid is pushed to live high to live big, the first part of the Rashi. A situation where people are focused, everybody has his station. Everybody has the Kiddush Shemayim that we're more focused on. To, to stand up, it's wartime. It's wartime, and each of us in our own way, in our own lives, in our own, from our own station, is trying to be Mekadosh Shem is trying to live bigger, to focus bigger, to focus not to be petty, to be Michael others, to see Taiv in others, to be big, not to be petty. But then again, even in wartime, when we might have this fire and this passion to live big, but, but our kid has a, has, a, has, a, has a certain toy that he needs and he's, we, could, we could be there for him. That's what he showed on the Tup Shatim of Rashi. He saw that I was very, very moved. It sounds like two different pshatim. He showed that in one matzim, there's a whole, there's an idea here. It's not just stam two pshatim in Rashi. There's an idea here amidst the mabel, amidst difficulty, how the human being responds. Hyper vigilant, hyper focused on big stuff and ignoring trivialties, klapayatsmai. But in Achrayis, when it comes to the Zulas, Nayach is punished. You were late giving the tiger his meal. 
Klape the Zulas to notice the little thing and the detail when it comes to others. And that's, that's what he pointed out to us in this Rashi. I felt like Bismanenu, this like, it nailed it. It so nailed it. I've spoken to the Chevra about all of us, all of us in Elul. Whenever you're involved with the family life in Elul, and you're, you're balancing, you're balancing a person's thinking, the hybrid of things, and then his child has needs and wants, and, and, and clap, being ever-present to the needs of others, to the small details. I feel like this week, and this kuf, and this period, it calls upon us a lot to have this type of balance, clap self, clap others, this type of to live in this manner, in this beautiful manner, for ourselves neglecting certain things is the bigness. For the other person noticing the details and the small things of life. Did you eat lunch today? Did you, did you get, was, did the game go off okay today? So noticing that, that's what I wanted to share in this Rashi. I wanted to say as well, I wanted to say very, very famously the Baal Shem. Famously, when it said to Nayak, when, when he's told Go into the Teva. Very, very famously, the Baal Shem said that going to the Teva amidst difficult times is the Yid enters the world of Tyre and Mitzvahs. And I want to explain it. I want to explain it. It's not to be mighty. I want to say something that my, my friends here are sophisticated. And I want to say that, that we have to get a little a little more mature when we're kids. Everybody knows that when the tzaras and difficult times, you have an intenseness in learning, and more tire and more tefillah, that's, that, and nobody's, that's true. That's true, more tire and tefillah. It's mechazik. We're mechazik in who we are. Akol kol yakai, the kol atayra, kol tefillah. But there's a much, there's something deeper that's true, that a yid faces events not in a political way, I caught myself the first couple of days, I understand the Baal Shem much better. Of course, a person, we need a schosat and a schosat But amidst the mabul, enter the teva, go into the tevais of the Torah. Go into the tevais of tefillah means see the event from a perspective of Torah and mitzvahs. See the event, Hashem's calling us to live bigger, is calling us to, to see it not in a political way, we could check out the event, what's happening. That's not entering the Teva, it's seeing it in a very physical way. What happened, who's right, who's, you know, going on like politically, whose solution's the best? Do you think the army should do this or do that? We can enter into the Matzavim in a very, very physical and worldly way. And difficult situations ask us to get to go to a place of faith them when entering into a mindset of Torah, into a mindset of prayer, thinking about Hashem, asking that there shouldn't be Hester upon Him. The Bayala Teva, the entering the Teva of Torah and Tefillah, of course, physically being Mechazik in Torah, being Mechazik in Tefillah, but really approaching events from a mindset of Torah and Tefillah. You could, we, we could, busy with the events of, of Klal Yisrael standing up and being mechazek, being yidden. A mindset of Torah, a mindset of prayer. Yidden begging Hashem, al-tastar panechem imeni. So famously, that's what he said, Bayel Now you might ask that it says, Seymen Ateva. 
And of course, of course, the Baal Shem is not being cute. Tseimenat Teva also means from the world of Teva, we, we engage the world, but from a world of Teva. Of course, he enters the Teva of Tsaris that we live in a different world than everybody else. We see things different. We see what happens to us different. I'm not saying it's not justified anger. People are angry. The terrorists, Hamas, and, and Gesund, we're allowed to be angry. Those that, those that attack Hashem, Karni Risham Agadeya, and Ibad Risham Mizrina. But that's not entering the Teva. That's a very secular way of, of dealing with events. It's a start, it's true. We're allowed to anger, it's not a problem. But Seyala Teva is a different view of events, seeing it different, relating to it different. A yid relates and sees events much different, from a different vantage point, from a different place, from a much, much different place. A yid sees events and absorbs events. That's the call in difficult times of enter the teva, the teva of Torah, the teva of the words, the tevais, which means words that a yid enters in difficult times. I wanted a call. Then, of course, we engage in the world, same in that teva. Of course we engage the world. Same in Atevas, we have an army and we and we have Ishtablus, and that's same in Ateva. You don't live you don't just you don't just engage from the Teva. We have a world where we live in this world, but from the vantage point of Teva. I wanted a, I wanted to talk about a topic. I wanted to study a topic with the Hevra today. The main the main thing I wanted to talk about. The two Chazal I wanted to study specifically today, I wanted to study two Chazal that are very, very similar, but we'll discuss subtle differences and talk practically to all of us here. Hashem says to Nayach, Hashem says to Nayach, Vayoyim Hashem l'Nayach, Boyatav cholbeischa lateva. Nayach, go into the Teva, you and your household. Because I see you as a tzaddik in this generation. You're acting at, you're a tzaddik in this generation. Now the Gemara in Ervin, the Gemara asks a kasha. When Hashem's talking to Nayach, Hashem calls him a tzaddik. At the beginning of Nayach, of course, when Hashem's talking about Nayach, not to Nayach, it says, Ela told us, Nayach, Nayach ish tzaddik. And it adds, Tamim haya b'daraisav. He was Tamim. It adds the word Tamim. Calls him a tzaddik Tamim. It adds another praise, another compliment Tamim. 
And the Gemara in Ervin Yudches of Elazar, the Gemara says from one of the Amirim, is bothered by that at the beginning of Parshas Nayach, Hashem says Nayach is a tzaddik tamim. And later in Parshas Nayach, Hashem's talking to Nayach, Hashem calls him a tzaddik, not tzaddik tamim. So the Gemara in Ervin's bothered by this. Says the Gemara in Ervin, Mikan. From here we see this from an Amira. The Gemara in Ervin Yudchesmet Beis. She'aymrim miksa shal adam, miksa shvachshan b'fanav, v'kulay shaloy b'fanav. You're supposed to say miksa shevach of a person in front of him and say all his praise is not in front of him. So in the beginning of Nayach's not in front of Nayach, Hashem says, Zitzadik Tomim. Here Hashem's talking to Nayach, Ki oischa reisi tzadik lufanai b'dorazeh, Tonayach, Hashem says to him, Tzadik, doesn't say Tzadik, Tamim, you say Miksa Shvachai to a person in front of him. When you're talking to a person, only say part of his praises. When you're talking not in front of a person, you say his whole praises. So Rashi and Ervin Yudches, why? It looks like flattery. There's a Marshaw who says a different shot, why, in, 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 in um, Ervin. But the, in front of a person, you should say part of their praises. Not in front of the person, you say their whole praises. That's why Tunayach, he says Sadik. Not about Nayach, not in front of Nayach, Hashem says Sadik Tamim. Now in Baloischa, in Parashas Baloischa, Miriam and Aaron had said Lashon Hara about Meishu Rabbeinu. And Hashem says to Miriam Hashem asks Aaron and Miriam to please step outside. They're together, Aaron, Miriam, and Moshe. And Hashem asks Aaron and Miriam, could you step outside? I want to tell you something. And Hashem says to them, and he praises Moshe Rabbeinu, Loikein avdi Moshe b'chobesi nemanu. Pel pe'adabarboi, umarav aloi b'chidoi, sutumnos Hashem yabet. A pasuk, beautiful praise of Moshe Rabbeinu. Says Rashi, why did Hashem call out Aaron and Miriam? Now, why didn't he say it in front of Moshe Rabbeinu? So Rashi says, Why did Hashem separate Aaron and Miriam from Moshe? Rashi says, because you say, Now, that... In Baloischa, it's a Sifri. The Sifri is from Rabbi ben Azariah, who was a Tana. So in Baloischa, it's a Sifri, and it quotes Tanayim, that Hashem called Aaron and Miriam outside, it's a Sifri. And the Tanayim say in the Sifri, that you don't say, Kol HaShvach in front of a person, Mix HaShvach HaBifanav, Kul HaShaloi Bifanav, says of Lezab and Azarius, he called Miriam and Aaron away from Maisha. Hashem wanted to rave about Maisha, to say amazing things about Maisha. And you don't say it in front of Maisha Rabbeinu, he called them outside. It's a Tana. The obvious question is, is what's the Amir in Ervin Erin? Tanoim in Baloischa, ready to Sifri, commenting on Pesukim Baloischa, Lezben Azariah, in the Sifri is a Tana, and he comments on a Pasuk that Hashem called Aaron and, Aaron and Miriam away from Moshe, 
Because he says Hashem wanted to praise and you don't, you don't say kol ashvach in front of a person and Hashem wanted to say praises about Moshe Rabbeinu. So he called Aaron and Miriam away and that's a Tana. In Ervin it quotes in Amira. It quotes in Am- the Gemara in Ervin on Yudches Rabbeis quotes in Amira. And the Amira says that the reason Hashem Tanayach said, Ki Oishorisi Tzadik, and didn't say a Tzadik Tamim, and, and not in front of him, called him a Tzadik Tamim, not in front, you say Kol Hashvach, in front you only say Mixas. And the pre- why did Amira repeat the words of the Tana? Why didn't he quote the words of the Tana? What happened? Could you say, Lachar, you don't say that Amira didn't hear the words of the Tana. This was a statement of Rabbi and Azariah. We have in the Sifri, Rabbi and Azariah said the Shmua in Baloyscha. What's happening here? And I saw from a Talmud Chacham, I saw from a Talmud Chacham just a very, very good point. In Baloyscha, you don't see there's an Indian to say people's praises. If you say, Hashem said the praises, why in Baloyslah did Hashem say the praises? Because he has to speak about Maishu Rabbeinu, because he has to explain to Aaron and Miriam why you're wrong. Aaron and Miriam said, Lashnar, they say, we're also Nevi'im. And we're married, so what's Maisha? So Hashem explains to them, you're wrong, you know how big he is? So Hashem quoted the bigness of Maisha, is not a din to say Shevach of people. It's not saying, it's not, it's not, a, it's not, you know, that statement that we have, we have a statement here. We have an Amaira in, in, in Ervin, Yod Ches, that says, and even says here, Mikan, in, 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 over here, it's Mikan, Now, it says, you say, the Lashon Chazal, you say partial praise in front of the person, all the praise not. You can learn that as like an iser, Balma. It's like a shtickle iser. In front of a person, don't say, if you want to say all, say all, not in front of the person. Now, in Baloyscha, the Tana, that's all you have, Raya. It's not, the Tana is not telling you, say part in front of a person, say all, not, that's not what the Tana is trying to say. The Tana is simply saying in Isser, when you say praises, for whatever reason you have to say praises, don't say all of it in front of the person. And that we see that, that Hashem said praises because he had to say praises, but he only said it, not in front of my Rabbeinu. So in Baloyscha, we see the Isser. It's not coming to tell you to say praises. It's not coming to say partial praise in front of a person. It's not a sugi of telling you to say praises. It's saying when you do say praises, don't say them in front of the person, the full praises. And that's why Hashem wanted to tell Maisha Rabbeinu. Hashem wanted to tell big things about Maisha. He had to tell big things about Maisha to explain to Aaron and Miriam. He did it Shalai Bifnaim. In Nayach, in Nayach, Hashem says to Nayach, come to the Teva. And then Hashem tells him, because I've seen you as a tzadah. That's not necessary. Go to the Teva. Does it see if you have Nayach? Go to the Teva. You've been saying. Hashem telling him is the act, and that's what the Amayr and Ervin is saying. The Amayr and Ervin is saying, Mikan, the fun of tell a person that's not. Just not cool like this. Actually, and I say, the, the, it's teaching you say people's praises. God didn't have to give the reason. God could have said, come to the table. 
But Hashem said to him, Ki oischa re'isi tzadik. Hashem said it is a lesson for everybody. Say praises. It's an asseis. It's, it's telling you an active thing. There's a kasha. That's what the Amayr is saying that the Tana didn't say. The Amayr is saying that a person should say, there's, a, there's an active din, mikan. This Talmud Chachm is even medayik that in Noyach it says mikan, and in, and in Baloischa it says lufi. In Baloischa, there's no active tzivui. It's not coming to teach to say praises. It's you're not allowed to say. There's an iser here, ki'ilu. There's a din not to say mix. There's not to say kol ashvach. See, calls him out lufi that you're not allowed to say kol ashvach. There's not a mikan. It's not telling you to actively say. It's lufi that you're not allowed to say kol ashvach. So he calls Aaron and Moshe out to explain to them. In Noyach, there's a mikan that a person should say mix ashvachai. Because why did Hashem say ki oischarisi tzadik? Hashem said ki oischarisi tzadik because you should get into the habit of praising people. Because a person should praise mikan shai mix ashvachai on the front of One should actively say mix ashvachai in front of a person. So Hashem told Noyach, let me tell you why. He said ashvachai. Shaloi b'fanav, a person should say kol ashvach. Eilat told us noyach, noyach is sadik. Hashem said kol ashvach. So there's an Indian to say shvach. I wanted a, it's that beautiful, I, I like studying Rashi and seeing two Rashis, seeing the pshat in two Rashis, that's, that's, that's a truth in the two Rashis. I wanted to learn this, I admit, with an agenda I wanted to learn. Here that we're told, and we're with Mikan, that a person should say, Shvach Shalom B'fanav, Kol HaShvach Shaloi B'fanav. I wanted to say, I wanted to say that we're at a time, we're all at a time where Klal Yisrael is, 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 is feeling a sense. We're Yidin, we're appreciating being Yidin, being Mechazik and speaking B'shvach, and speaking positively about another Yidin. The Rambam brings, in he brings only a couple of examples. And one of his examples is to be Mishabeach Yidin. He speaks to be Mishabeach, Mikan. That Shaim Niksa Shvachshad Mufanov about saying Shvachim, speaking positively, in a positive manner about Yidin. And Hashem when, he, Hashem, when he speaks to Nayach, and we follow the Midas of Hashem, that Hashem speaks about mix ashvach shod b'fanav. There was no need to say come in ki oischa reisi tzadik l'fanai. But Hashem wanted to say the praise, wanted to speak out the praise. I wanted to mention this chazal. I wanted to read this chazal and mention this chazal at a time when there's an attack on our people that we can be nisrabe and praising our people and uplifting our people and speaking good about Yidin. Speaking the Shvach of Yidin, I felt it was a, a Kedai thing to study specifically this week about being Mishabeach, speaking properly and speaking in a positive Eifin about Yidin. I thought that was, a, that was a worthwhile thing. I wanted to say, I wanted to say tonight on, on, on Leil Shishi something just that, that, that Klal Yisrael has, has, has responded. We've definitely, and are responding to a, to a matzav that we find ourselves in as a response of Klal Yisrael. And I've noticed that we've made a big chizik in Shabbos Kodesh. I've heard some of our leaders speak about it. And I've noticed there's been a tremendous, tremendous chizuk in Shabbos Kodesh. 
And each person in their own way, one learning Hilcha Shabbos, one coming earlier to Shul Shabbos, one more Einig Shabbos, just being Mechazek and Shabbos. In general, we're Mechazek in all things. We're, we recognize we're Yidin. One of our names is the Am Mekad Shvi. We're called the nation who sanctifies Shabbos Kodesh. It's been a year where Shabbos is highlighted. We had no Darais of Shaifer this year. We, instead of blowing the Shaifer, the Yom Mishin, that's Daraisa, we were Shaifer Shabbos. And, 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 and the Shmira Shabbos was, was, was instead of the Shaifer, the call of Shaifer. Instead of the Lulav, which is Mikales, which praises Hashem, we had Shmira Shabbos, we had no Daraisa of Lulav this year. And then on Shabbos, we, we, went through, we went through a difficult thing as an Ummah on Shabbos. We're called to Shabbos Kaidish. It feels like, and, and Klai Yisrael has made a chizuk. So I went on, on a Leil Chamishi, on a time we come together to learn, to learn on, a, on, on Leil Chamishi right before an Erev Shabbos. I wanted to speak about this chizuk, this chizuk of being people of Shabbos, being people connected to Shabbos, being people who value Shabbos, an Amikad Sheshvi, a nation that sanctifies Shabbos Kaidash, I wanted to give that call to us all, each in our own unique way. One learning in Yane Shabbos Kaidash, each one in the way that we can. I know people that, I'm, that are dear to me. I know different friends. I have two friends that are learning Hilcha Shabbos more carefully. I see different people doing different chizukim. In Shabbos and in Yanei Shabbos, I call my friends, all of us, to join. We're in Amikadsheshvi. We're getting back to identity in a certain way, almost back to basics, to being a Yid, each one of us to, to really join our nation and being the Mikadsheshvi, each in our own way, being Mechazek. In Yanei Shabbos, everybody should have a wonderful Shabbos. Yes, you're correct.